Welcome to the Leafs Power Dump. Power Dump. There it is. This would all, there would all be the, the kind of opening theme, right? Three, and graphics two, would be yeah, playing right now. Yeah. Yeah. January 14th and uh, a 5-4 overtime win last night. That was a bit of a dog's breakfast, though, eh? It, was, it wasn't pretty, but it was fun to watch sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, there is no warm-up games, and that you can tell. Like, you remember last year when William Nylander didn't have any – actually, William Nylander, he's a, he's a new guy. I like him. <laughs> I, I haven't seen his skill level before, so he's going to be a good addition to the team, I think. Um, <laughs> No, you remember it took him a while to kind of get up to speed with the guys when he he, he was sitting out. And uh, yeah. it kind of seemed like there was a lot of that going on. You know, the guys were, were a little bit slow off the jump. It felt like, you know, at least in the first period or so, Joe was a little bit lost out there, didn't know where to go, front of the net, back of the net, positioning, you know, they'll get the handle on that. You know, we talked about how we beefed up defensively and stuff, and I didn't feel a ton of that last night. But, you know, I know we'll get there. But, yeah, overall, take the W off a. Uh, off a fucking shitty team like that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it always feels good to go to sleep with a boner, you know. <laughs> I was just happy. You know, there's a there's a remedy for that. There's a way. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You sleep even better. First bit looked a little rough. It was a little it, it I think on both sides, but we looked a little bit rougher than they did. I feel like Mm-hmm. We had good ideas, but the passes weren't connecting, and they they seemed to be like waist height a lot of times, and and it was a bit. Uh, it, it oddly felt like they they were trying to perform for a crowd that wasn't there. You know that home opener where it's like, oh, we're gonna try too hard and put on a show, and it almost felt like there was some of those the things going on where it was like a couple of passes that were, they just weren't paying attention, and then as they, they settled in, and I think kind of the Simmons thing was a was a turning point. Platinums are empty. That should make them feel more comfortable, don't you think, as the game starts uh, looking around and seeing nobody at ice level is kind of a common thing for the Leaf games. The weird thing about the Simmons thing is after the fight, he's like, you know, trying to get the crowd into it almost. It's like they're looking <laughs> around. For... <laughs> I think like, he was, how think he was our... hyping the bench. I think he was he's, hyping the yeah, bench. Yeah, I think he was yeah. tripping his own bench. Like he was like, you know, look at me, look at me. Yeah. Let's, let's do this kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like we caught a, a, a good break there with, obviously we did with uh, Shea Weber flipping it over the glass. The ref with a nice little deflection yep. to nice bounce in the front. front. Yeah, but I, I kind of love the Weber one because, I mean, he's got that great shot, but I always say he can never hit the net, so he couldn't even hit the glass when he was trying to do that, <laughs> for God's sake. By times they looked great, and by times they looked absolutely terrible. Kind of like an engine with bad gas. Like sometimes it was trying and trying and trying, and then you'd get like two minutes of like, wow, they just like came out of their zone pushed the neutral zone and like pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed for like 45 seconds. And then they do a change and they would have to get their momentum back. Like it felt like every change sucked the life out of them. And the, the too many men in the ice thing, like that, that, that felt like I was watching Tim Hortons hockey. Yeah. That was the bench. That was there's everybody's getting off and on the bench. Everybody's touched. Like it just looked like a dog. That was a preseason play for sure. It was like, and then he plays it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he played it because it looked like he's like, it was coming so slow too he's like oh, oh, what do I do with this and then what did he do he knocked it off the boards to himself I know. Got so it, like, it wasn't like he flipped it towards the net for a breakaway or nothing, anything like that nothing. he just he just controlled it 
And the I thing know. is, dude was <laughs> off the bench, saw it happen, hopped back over the board. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. Biggest surprise player. Like, who did you feel like was somebody like, oh, all right, cool. I'm digging Simmons. I, I mean, I thought he was fast. I thought he was, you know, aggressive. Yeah. Well, he's tied for the lead in penalty minutes. Oh, him and Bogosian. I mean, yeah, Bogo got a got a couple there. I was like, "Eh, I'm hoping to see more out of him. I'm I'm I want to see him. You know, maybe there's a few people I think that are doubting whether he's going to be a guy to to stick on the team and and get good minutes and really help us out. But I like his size and I like his toughness. I hope he doesn't take dumb penalties. It was nice to see him in Dermot. I think that could work well. But it seemed like Mm -hmm. Keith was also switching up. He seemed to be kind of like willing to experiment. Mm -hmm throughout the entire game yeah Um, because at one point Dermot and Hall were playing together he was definitely going back to uh, putting Hyman with um, Marner and and Matthews uh, which that just feels like you know your your favorite pair of jeans or something where it's just like okay that's gonna work like and and on those shifts where they played it's like okay it's starting to go that way so what do you guys think that what do you think the defense felt like you know compared to last year um, I wonder what its personality is going to be like. Are we going to be tough and reliable or are we going to be frightening on the power play or are we going to be quick moving? And, you know, like I, I, I haven't so really. Far, those are all positive things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about the, are we going to seem like we're dragging sandbags or are we going to find ourselves in a clump in front of our goalie? Well, guys are saying, the guys in the team were saying our, our, our defense is greatly improved and it kind of stopped there. And I was like, well, like how? Like mm. what, you know, mm. I know who mm. we got rid of and what those concerns might be, but um, I, I haven't put my finger on it because I haven't seen enough of Bogosian and Brody on the team yet to see what they're, how they're going to fit in with our guys and mm-hmm. how that'll be. But didn't actually feel like I saw a lot of Brody for some reason. Yeah. Like he, I, I don't know what his ice time was, but I didn't feel yet like he played it safe. Maybe just kind of, you know, first game didn't want to, you know, have the big cough up or whatever. Um, and didn't see a lot of the fourth line. It didn't feel like either. No, uh, but I liked when I saw them. Guys. Yeah. I, you know, I was happy to see Barber shop or whatever his, his name is, you know, block a shot there at a key point. And, uh, but I didn't feel like I saw, you know, a whole lot of them, but. I agree. I think the, the word I described the defense so far is like reliable and, but at the beginning of the game, it almost didn't feel like that. There were worse. Muzzin had one shift where he kind of seemed to be fighting the puck and, and things like that. I think, I think again, it'll, it'll, we'll, we'll see over the next five to seven games. You can't really wait 10 games in a 56 game season to, yeah. to figure things out no. when, as they were saying last night, it never occurred to me, but basically every game is a two point game because all of your points are within your division. Yeah. So, yeah. Like you do three in a row, you're screwed. Um, and the overtime games, you know, the extra point in overtime games, you have some team like that can make a big difference too. Eh? I thought, yeah. like all, yeah, I thought our three on three looked three really points. good. Speaking of that, I thought the three on three was like, Oof. yeah, that's never been a problem. Right. As soon as we're forced into overtime because of our failures so often, we get good at it after a while. Oh, like and here, here, I thought you were going to say, because we tend to double up our penalties so much, we're, uh, <laughs> our, our three game is pretty tight <laughs> well we got lots of guys with wheels but i think is montreal is a faster team than i mean we've got something to prove for sure montreal has been sort of pretty lousy for a, a little while so they've got something to prove what's going to be interesting in the division is a team like ottawa that everyone's like ah oh, they you know they suck they got no hope oh no, fuck i don't know okay top no. four 
Nothing to lose. They've got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Nobody has any expectation. Never like. go up against a team with nothing to lose. Exactly. So, who, so who do you think will be the top four uh, in the uh, in the division then? Well, that's a for, tough one for the Canadian division. You got to say the well, obviously the Leafs, and then uh, you <laughs> know gonna, what do you? I'm going to go Leafs. in order. Oh, <laughs> and I accurately, I haven't got done enough research yet. Well, <laughs> a couple episode. more dumps, and you'll feel feel better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to do some more dumps. But I'm I'm going to pick uh, Toronto, Calgary, Edmonton, and Montreal. Although that's that's tough, though, man. Like Winnipeg, who knows? Vancouver, Vancouver. I yeah. know, and it's not. I don't think. I don't think Ottawa is going to give you an easy night. I, I'm. I'm going. I'm dark horse in those guys. Like I would say, Ottawa, Vancouver, and Calgary are going to battle out. Yeah. I, unless I, we I, unless we get in a shitty slide, right? Like that's the thing. Sometimes you go, you get it gets ugly for five games. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, what? Even last night, it was a kind of a sloppy game. It was a bit gross, but it was we pulled out. The, the win we dug in and i yeah, think that's three where one it, against carrie price when yeah. the fuck do you usually win a game like that yeah mm-hmm. exactly and i think that has to do with a lot of the veteran presence of, of guys that we do have those dudes whether it's simmons last night doing a fight and being like mm-hmm. fuck it let's go or joe that new guy nylander yeah that, well, let's talk about him for a second oh man those <laughs> shots i mean he's always oh. had a good shot but what did you guys watch the blue and white game no no, he he was like playing that like it was a real hardcore fans real game. Yeah, and I, I saw him playing both ends of the ice. He was he was engaged, like yeah. both ends, like as in the right and the left hand side of the offensive zone. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he he can back check. He just doesn't do it with his body. He, he's not he, he's never going to be a body checker, but he will pluck the the puck off your stick. Yeah. So. Mm. Favorite currently go. Freaking John Tavares is awesome. I just want to say that he's, he's just such a, a quiet leader. He sort of reminds me of those uh, classic guys like Eiserman and Sackick, you know, that I, I would point my son towards and say, play like that guy and your dad will be proud. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, he's uh he's, he seems to be a uh, sportsman like, and uh, you know, dedicated to the game, good dressing room guy. These are things I guess, but so I don't think we've fully seen what his capabilities are and what he's going to do here on the leash yet. And I, I think this is going to be a big breakout year for Tavares as far as leadership goes. And I'd, I'd agree with that. I think the, um, the older guys they brought into the team, um, there's no threat to his leader that he's the leader or the captain, but I think it's a motivator to be like, yeah, I am the alpha guy here because they, they chose me and I have these guys to rely on, but I think he'll be elevated by the fact that you've got a Simmons and a Thornton and even mm-hmm. a Bogosian that be there being like that surrounding leadership group is a little different. And I think that's going to elevate all the other guys too. So, so, so who's your guy? I'm still a, I'm still a Matthews. Um, I, I, I want to see where this kid goes. What is he? 23, 20. I don't know. (laughs) He's still so young. And what I thought was interesting last night was seeing him get pissed off and that hasn't happened a ton and him breaking his stick on another guy in a cross check was like, yeah, all right. You know, he's a big boy. He's, he's trained more. He's filled out more. thighs. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Weber and, and uh, Sherratt's cross checks, man, those were hardcore, and he was feeling them. And those were that was that's pretty that was nasty. I mean, you're gonna cross check a guy, but holy smokes, those were serious. But uh, 
this is going to also be great. I mean, what, nine more games against the Habs. Yeah, this tension already starting to happen, so it's going to be fun. But yeah, I'm I'm Matthews is still my, my current favorite, and cool. uh, hopefully he goes into beast mode for the whole season. John, my uh, underdog favorite is uh, Soup Mikheyev. You know, after a, a season he had last year where he was, you know coming on and, and going to be a real presence on the team. And then that injury I, this year, I'm kind of cheering for him to yeah. find a spot. And I feel as though he's been pushed down because of some new arrivals. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, hopefully he reacts to that and kind of climbs back up on one of the top two lines. Same with Hyman. Cool. You know, Hyman feels like his role has been adjusted and we'll see how he reacts to that. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing when you see a guy, you know, the difference, even when the world juniors were watching that as well, that's the last hockey we're looking at just before this started you start seeing some of these guys are so good and when you see a guy like Mikheyev even though he goes down on a pretty clear breakaway or an open you know chance on a goalie and you don't bury it it seems kind of weird you know and that's when I start like Kapanen did that too I used to see that consistently where I'm like man where are those where's that killer instinct to just put the puck away I like to see Mikheyev do that this year you know and just if, if he doesn't do that this year then start shopping I mean, it was happening. It was all speed. And then he'd get down there and not be able to finish it. Right. Yeah. Um, you yeah, see, Kerfoot, like the speed Kerfoot had had on that one move where he just, you know, uh, blew past the defenseman, but then didn't finish. I think McKay can can do it for sure, because I, I like his his work ethic and his, his dedication. And I think he's got better hands than Kapanen. So I think there's the potential there. I, I was actually kind of expecting to see him on with Nylander and Tavares. Uh, but it, so it's interesting that they put yeah. VC up there. I think that's just, just like, that could be an early season thing to be like, what do we have in this guy? You know, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be good. He's got tons of potential. Is he the guy that can pull this off? But I also thought that they were going to pair him up with Kerfoot because that whole, they had played together in college and they were like a dynamic duo at that point. And so that it was interesting to sort of, See that they split that up. Third line checker now, so mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'm I'm going with Wayne Simmons. I nice. like him. He's your favorite guy, favorite yep. leaf. Yep, he's moving. He's uh, dropped gloves and and threw a fight just because it just felt like oh, this is ten years ago. This is hockey worth watching. Yeah, which yeah. leads me to my historical classic favorite leaf, uh, Gary Roberts. Mm. Like it felt to me like he's sort of invoking the spirit of Gary Roberts. Like that muck around you know, in front of the net. Yeah, he's yep. he's a winger. He's he's got bi-directional sort of movement. He's you now he's he gets back pretty fast, but at the same time, don't push him around. And when he catches you, he'll make you pay. He'll push you off the puck from behind. Like get, like he's just going to show up and ruin your day. So I liked how he looked at. He looked like he was having fun. He looked like he oh, was yeah. happy to be part of Toronto. <laughs> well, he's there's, a hometown boy. He's from Scarborough. Yeah, man. And like the, the Instagram feeds afterwards, there's some some great shots. There's one at the end of the game, and and him and Freddie are locked in this big big hug. And it's like, <laughs> man, that's like, and he's a new guy, you know. Yeah. Freddie's been there for, and I think that is that probably the things that are being said are like, hey, man, we made it through. Don't worry about the goals. Let's just go, you know. Yeah. So. You know, when your hands get over 30 years old, you don't want to be punching plastic. I saw when that, when he popped uh, Sherrod's helmet off and I just went, oh man, that's got to hurt. You know, like, yeah, you can't do too many of those. And, and uh, he talked even when he joined the team, hey, I'm, there's not a lot of fighting in the league. I don't expect to do it a lot. <laughs> and then he goes out there <laughs> and uh, the team needs a wake up call. And that's what was missing on the team. That's a guy. And you can even seems like when he skates on the ice, he's got this sort of uh, excitement about him yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's happy he's to be there he's enthusiastic. yeah 
Riley's quote at the end of the game was great. He's terrifying, and I'm glad he's on our team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. My favorite Leaf, I think, of, uh, of all time is a captain, and it's got to be Wendell. It's mm. just like that was when Wendell got drafted. You know, I went through those those uh, years of Sittler and Salming and Palmateer and the, the tough times of Harold Ballard and all that. Here we go. Uh, and it was like, oh, my God, we got the first overall and this this guy. And he just came out like a wrecking ball and started oh. to change everything for the team. And yeah. when it, what what is he? Five, nine, five, ten. Yeah. And taking on Bob Probert and not losing and sometimes winning. And like, oh, yeah. that. And Watching also, him pull guys down to punch them out was yeah. so great. And the wrist shot, <laughs> you know, that wrist shot. And, and, you know, coming in with that 34 goals in the rookie season and just – that was it. If you got the puck in a certain spot, you're like, I'm pretty sure it's going in. Yeah. The 93 series and stuff like Marty McSorley and all the, yeah, it's great. I mean, he played with, he played with so many other great Leafs that I love over those mm. times too. So Wendell. I mean, for me, you know, it's, as you said, as a kid, it, like Salming, Turnbull, Sittler, McDonald, that whole vintage and Salming for me was, was the number one, you know, probably because he was the story of the European. And as you said, you know, tough and, the stuff he put up with when they played the Clark, played Clark and the Flyers and that kind of stuff was just you know garbage in hindsight, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know changed the league for sure. Always liked Podvan, you know, great goalie. Dropped the gloves once or twice, famously. You know, <laughs> oh, <and> yeah, <laughs> that was a few fights. The Ron Hextel, yeah. like, and, and everyone yeah. knows Hextel's a badass in this like yeah. quiet. Yeah, leaf goalie the cat comes down and just yep. pumps yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah. so you know he'd be my favorite in that era the era where they you know the gilmore and chuck that 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 era yeah i would say Salming if i had to pick one well he's still the uh, what leafs uh career record holder for points for defensemen uh probably goals for defensemen as well and uh, the leafs record holder for most stitches uh certainly, stitches certainly in, in a single sitting what was it like yeah. 200 when he had him in his face looked like frankenstein z-man what are you saying i like i like pat Boutet, you know uh <laughs> inga hammerstrom yeah. uh these are the guys that i grew up looking up to brian glennie oh, Jack yeah Jack <laughs> yeah or errol thompson See, now we're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture the hockey cards in yeah. my head. I'm like, here's the third string guy on the Leafs that I was like, oh, my, yeah. my wife's maiden name George is Turnbull. Ferguson. And, and, and that's not, you know. Uh, so your wife's maiden name is what? Turnbull. Turnbull. Oh, hey, man. Yeah. Five goals in one game by a yeah. defenseman. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I still play, uh, pick up hockey. And uh, when I'm on a team and they're throwing shirts around, I always pick 21. So I've been, I play defense. Um, so, uh, you know, I always looked up to, to, to Salming and I'd say for most of my life, he was my favorite player. And then, you know, obviously I love Wendell too. Like that was the thing. I think that was the one thing that you could point to, even though the team didn't do well, we always used to say, yeah, but we got Wendell and he was something that everybody wanted. So it's just the way that he played as well too. And, um, actually here's a name drop. My cousin married Dave Keon Jr. I don't know if you guys knew that. (laughs) Yeah. So when I first moved to Toronto, I didn't have a job. I was, I was like 22 years old or something like that. And I needed a place to work. And I went and saw my cousin Linda at the gardens. There was exhibition games were on. She met me outside, gave me some tickets. And then she said, Hey, why don't you come and get a job as an usher? And I went back and got a job. And that was 92, 93, 93, 94. That was prior to them moving over to, um, 
over to the Air Canada Center. I worked, uh, you know, my job during the day and I worked there at night and that, and watching, I think, Doug Gilmore and getting to see that many games with guys watching guys without the puck. I think that was the yeah. biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And to, to see how the play developed and how players played that regularly without the puck, um, you knew what Dave Anderchuk was going to do. He's going to skate down the ice and stand in front of the net. And you knew what Dave Ellett was going to do. He was going to get the puck and fire it at the front of the net. And, and then you knew what Wendell was going to do. And he was going to guard his wing you know, but fucking Dougie was everywhere, man. Like he was taking face-offs and then he played the wing and then he played the power play. Then he played the penalty kill, you know, and then he's blocking shots and then he's getting in a fight. It's like, he could seem like he could do everything, win face-offs. And he was small. He was super small. And I think all those things put together just makes uh, a guy who's just, just hockey kind of flowing out of his veins and everything like that. He's just amazing. So uh, I love Dougie, man. And and I think he's your guy. Yeah, he's my guy. It's hard. It's hard pick, you know, because of all yeah. those other because of because yeah. I'm a natural D, and because I love Wendell so much. But um, but Gilmore just uh, lifted a team full of super skilled players on his shoulders, you yeah. know, throughout those playoffs. And I've never seen anybody do that like that in person before. You know, he played was, like a man possessed. Like that. Mm-hmm. That is one of the. That's what's so great about those runs too is watching any of that stuff back now it's just like holy shit man like and you know no wonder don cherry was so high on him as well like the best player in the league in the world right now kind oh, of. He, did, he did that in calgary he did that yeah. he did that where he went you know yeah. in, in, and in jersey he, he that was that was his his way and so tomorrow night we've got ottawa uh and saturday night ottawa right back to backs what are you calling for scores oh i never do predictions i'm like the bob mckenzie on this panel i never do predictions <laughs> I, I, we're gonna go I, undefeated in January. Yeah, yeah, yep. I do. I think we're gonna lose the first game against Ottawa with Freddie in, win the second round with Campbell in, and then we'll have a goalie controversy for the next two weeks. <laughs> you're right. I I love how you're throwing out that, and you're probably not wrong. And the, the drama, you know, I'm on a couple of Leafs groups, and like last night after the first period, there was like. Oh, get rid of Freddie! Like people were just panicking and losing. Yeah, we got to pick up our pace, guys, because we got to throw guys under the bus like, like right away. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, exactly. Like, we, yeah. we don't yeah. have the luxury yeah. of sitting around yeah. and ruminating. Oh, Thornton, we should have got Perry. You know, like <laughs> what were we thinking? Yeah. So this is the first lockdown edition of Leafs Power Dump. Yeah. We should uh, throw a an official like. All right. See you guys later. Blah blah blah. Great doing it. Remember to subscribe. Click the subscribe yeah. button. Like and subscribe. Check out our merch. Yeah. You know. Awesome. You like us. Thumbs up. Yep. Get us wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. I guess we better get the logo done, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Logo be good. You're listening to Least Power Dump. Yeah. Nice. Get fibrous. Leafs Power Dump Podcast is Kirk Conry, Chad Maker, Paul Zimick, and John Galway. Copyright 2021 Firewallet Productions.